When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Sharla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. But you have to be radical. I was like, all right, we're moving. All right, I'm going to quit fussing. All right. I, like, I had to get, I call it the spirit of shut up, child. Because Oh, I was, man. I was there, Holy Spirit be like, ah. And I went, I'm about to bust open. <laughs> and I remember reading um, that book, you know, The Power of a Praying Wife by Stormy O. Martin. And the first person that the book deals with is you. Yeah. As wife. It doesn't deal with him first. Mm-mm. It deals with you. And once I looked at that, you know, and just really understood that looking at my my husband as a gift yes that god gave to me mm-hmm. that god you know one he ended up he gave me the desires of my heart right i, I desired marriage yep and then knowing that he's a gift and that i should be adding to his life just like you know, we should be adding to each other. Yeah. And not you only can't make me whole, I can't make him whole. Mm-hmm. But, but God trusted be... you with him. Yeah. Yeah. And and vice versa, you know. Mm-hmm. And um I think knowing that marriage and ma- and let me uh, I didn't say this in the beginning. Marriage is between a male 
and a female, all right? Biblically speaking, that sound like marriage is between a male and a female. Not if you, I'm talking about the way you were born, okay? I'm not talking about anything else. That doesn't mean that we don't love people, but biblically, that is what a marriage right. is, all right? Don't argue with, argue with God, child. Don't come for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I just want to encourage somebody out there today that marriage is possible, yeah. marriage is beautiful, exactly. that marriage is what God has intended. And if it is a and if it is a desire of your heart, yeah, that God still gives us the desires of our heart. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't have to prepare. It doesn't mean that it's not work. Mm-hmm. But what I will say after 23 years, come on, is that it's worth it. Yes. And so um, I yeah. really want to speak to someone because there's some young woman who's going to watch this video and you, I mean, watch this video, excuse me, listen to this. And you're going to say, I've never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. I've never had any hope. I've never seen a good marriage. Yep. I don't know what marriage looks like, but for some reason, this desires in my heart. Mm-hmm. And when you know that you hear this because it's you, because <laughs> I see you sitting in your car at some point and you're going to be listening to this podcast and it's like, how she know? Mm-hmm. Because the Lord knew, all right? <laughs> and so um, it's going to be you. I see you just sitting there like listening, listening intently to this podcast. Yeah. And um, just know that we are testaments of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. And that we are godly women that can testify that marriage works. Child, yes. Yes. And too, you know, one thing that I feel like we do as women is that we are nurturers and what I've had to understand is that just because God gives me the seed to plant be just because I keep throwing water on it I'm a at some you can drown the seed you kill the plant Mm -hmm. you overwater it and so we have to make sure, child, because you could kill the plant you overhydrate that thing. Come through teaching it's gonna be dead. Okay, the root just dead. The plant is going to die. And so we have to really ask God when he would have us plant the seed, how you would have us water, like water this plant in terms of our husband. There are some times where I have to let my husband make decisions that I don't agree with just so he can see that. I mean, I'm not always right, but I'm always right. Uh, just, so he, just so he can see that. Like he'll come back and God will give him the revelation. I don't have to argue him up. Right. My thing is, and and I'm always, I'm very dramatic as a person. Um, but also as a, like, just also too, because I work in healthcare, but is anybody going to die? If the answer is no, stop. If he wants to wear red and blue and I say you should wear black and he puts the red and blue all the way on and then is like, you know what? I should probably wear black. Praise the Lord. It's right. not like, didn't I tell you? Okay, child, you want to go out here looking like you don't know what set you rip? That's fine. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Right? Because is anybody going to be harmed? Is our family going to be, um, is this going to, is this detrimental to our family? If Is this detrimental spiritually? So when I say, um, like, did anybody die? Spiritually, emotionally, financially, if it's not that, right. 
then child hush and let God mm-hmm. figure it out. Go mm-hmm. intercede and, and let that man be because mm-hmm. God can deliver a message or a revelation quicker than you can, better mm-hmm. than you can. Um, because we don't have the ability to be omnipresent. We don't have the ability to know their thoughts. We don't have the ability to know all things, but God's thoughts and ways are higher than ours. And mm-hmm. so if I'm really concerned, I may state to him, I don't think this is a good idea, but I'm going to allow you to lead. Or I will say, let's both fast and pray on this thing (laughs) and ask God for revelation and wisdom and let's come back to it. I heard Mm -hmm. somebody say once that your marriage is like a piece of furniture, right? There's always going to be something. But just because one drawer, like the clothes are kind of messy in there, does not mean that the whole piece of furniture is trash. Mm-hmm. It means that at some point we need to open the drawer, reorganize the stuff that's in it so that it can go back to its intended purpose. But you can't allow one thing to destroy your marriage, your right. Day, right. Because right. our days are are numbered and limited. And I did not appreciate this as much until a friend of mine um her her we I've known her since she was we were 16, but her husband passed away. Mm. And we're, we're 30, you know, in our thirties, he died in a car accident. And now I'm, I, my heart broke for her. Like I was like bawling one because he was a friend of ours and we loved him. But two, as a wife, I could not imagine the level of pain. And Mm -hmm. so now I have to, to say, what kind of tone am I setting in my house? Because if he walked out that door and never came back, what does that look like? Oh, yeah. Well, Holy Spirit has completely checked me before, you mm-hmm. know, even if we've been um, upset with one another. And, um, you know, it's like, so you're not going to even say, because I always say good morning. And he was like, so you're not going to say good morning today because of everything. And, and like, you know, like you said, you all are young and that happened. But a lot of times young people don't see past the day or the week because they're young. So they think, oh, I got all the time in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And as you get older and people start to pass away and things of that nature, you see life through a different lens more. You know, you're maturing. And, you know, I was, God was like, so... What if this, like, I can't picture me not saying good morning or I love you to him because of whatever that might be. Because what if it is the last time yeah. that he I see him? You know what I mean? But see, that goes both ways, you know? And so, for, but for me, I had to call him and I said, you know, I apologize because I didn't say good morning or goodbye or whatever or see you later yeah you know so you can't be so stubborn I mean you can be but it, where's the greater good I think that's yeah. where because back there's a level of submit back to us and there's yeah. a level of submission mm-hmm. that's what I was saying from both people because yeah. you have to submit your will daily and that means dying to what you would normally do every day. Okay. So what you write? So what? Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. My pastor said, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be righteous? Because there's a difference between the two. 
there yeah. you may be correct. You may be justified in your attitude, all those things. But when you stand before God, what he gonna say? Are you are you displaying the fruits of the spirit? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no. Um, are you reading, uh, I think it's first Corinthians 13, where it says love is patient. Love is kind. We did an exercise where you put your name where love is. Charlotte is patient. Charlotte is kind. And you got to stop where the lie is, child. Because we can't be lying with God's word. I usually, first sentence usually takes me out the game. Charlotte is patient. Child, let me go talk to God about my patience. <laughs> right? So if you can't read that love is patient, love is kind and put your name there and in full confidence before God, know that when I talk to God, God, I've been patient, God, I've been kind. If mm-hmm. the answer is no, everybody's got room to, to, to improve and do work because there are the only loser is the both of y'all. See, wow. I, I won this argument, I won that argument. But again, you're fighting with yourself because at the end of the day, y'all, it's the both of y'all. You can't, you're not individuals anymore. There are no such things. Uh, there's no such thing as a win or a loss in an argument with your spouse. Uh, Jay Z said, "Nobody wins when the family feuds," and that's when the, when the what? When the family feuds. When there's a feud in your house, nobody wins when the family feuds. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Your children don't win. You now you over here just pride, just pride, prideful, pride, pride rock. Lion King, mm-hmm. but your kids just watched you and your husband have a knockdown brawl out argument over some shenanigans that don't matter. And so it's, it's so important to understand that there are no winners or losers. Like both of y'all have lost. If the purpose, because God puts everybody together for an intended purpose, like it's not by mistake. There is something that we are on this earth together, individually and together, that we are to fulfill. The only person that loses are the people who suffer now because y'all have split or whatever yeah. the case may be. And now yeah. the purpose that God has intended for y'all, y'all aren't going to create and y'all aren't going to follow through with. Those people are the ones who lose. You just over here, just prideful and child, when the Holy Spirit, that conviction I don't be wanting no smoke with God because he always just be out here just like, girl, get your life. And I'm like, okay. No, I like what you said. And if you, if whoever um, you may be first, if you read first Peter three, uh, one through seven, I like to give that because um, a lot of people don't like to talk about, you know, this scripture when it comes to marriage and just the submission part, like we were talking about submitting yourself to your husband you know, um, living in purity, you know, your beauty shouldn't be coming from the outward appearance, but it should be on the inside, right? That don't mean don't take care of yourself, though. No, that doesn't mean, no, you should look cute. Like, that's what God created. Yes. You better drop it like it's hot. Okay. And that. Okay. Because. And don't uh, be waiting no Jesus come, come to Jesus shirt to bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. That's a whole other some people use because some people will use or withhold sex as a, a form of punishment to their spouse. Girl, that now is. Let me tell you, when you put yourself in a very craft and manipulation, child. Yeah, and you leave yourself in a very, um, you leave doors open because that's not scripture. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't be withholding from him, um, because. You, I mean, I'm not saying because me and my husband have had to have a conversation just, you know, before, 
Mm-hmm. So don't, if, if it's something that was just really kind of touchy, no, yeah. no, we need to talk about that before. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't act like that. that. Don't ignore it, but we're just saying like, uh, but you don't want to do no, this, but don't, no sex for a week. Uh-uh. Oh, you know. And then I'm not justifying anything that your spouse does. Not even you. Your yeah. your husband, my favorite one of my favorite scriptures to my husband through the years has been your body is not your own. Come on. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God, and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. is not your own it doesn't belong to you belong to me so you know it's the truth so you can't withhold and use that i mean it is it's manipulation it's witchcraft it's it's just not okay you know and why would you do that yeah even using your emotions to manipulate your spouse witchcraft anytime you take something that god gave you and you pervert it to try to get an outcome that you desire. It's witchcraft. So some of y'all out here uh, starting in hocus pocus, and we're going to have to repent and pull it together. You can't, uh, you know, I'm just not going to talk to him until he gives me what I want. That is witchcraft. We are adults. <laughs> like we, we are, we're grown. And so even manipulating, um, being manipulative and using your emotions and your appearance and your body to get what you want from your spouse is demonic. That's crazy. Like, I don't know for me, it's just so, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, well, you do it because you want what you want. So, mm-hmm. but you know, you're going to have your reward if that's why you're doing it. Come on. And you reap what you sell. Yeah. Um, And so you probably don't want to do that. (laughs) You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to withhold, you know, um, you just don't want to do that. And I think we need to talk to that, talk to wives about that because why are you withholding from your spouse? Yeah. You know, for what? Like, And if there's some kind of issue, right, this doesn't mean like, because there's, you know, in history stories, the first thing, and this is going to be such a random, uh, a random example, but I was thinking like Ike and Tina Turner, if you ever watched What's Love Got to Do With It with Lawrence Fishburne, and and you've never seen, yes, the first, they call it not, but like that is my movie, but (laughs) we're not talking about or condoning um, husbands violating their wives. Oh no, 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 like that's that's not this. We're no. talking about like, oh, you got an attitude, so you decide, you know what? I'm I know he wants to, and I'm not. That's 
is manipulation. However, if there's some issue, a trust issue, um, a bigger root issue, y'all need to be discussing it and y'all need to have a plan in place to resolve it. That means if there if there's an issue, some kind of uh, um, relate, relational, I've heard it say relational norm violation. So if something has happened that's out of the norm for y'all's relationship, because what's normal in my marriage ain't normal in your marriage, and there's a violation of trust, and it's so deep that you're just like, I can't, you need to go to therapy. Like, it needs to be something that y'all are actively working towards and not just, we're going to set this over here and it's just going to be dry in these streets. We're not- yeah, no, we're not talking about, I'm not talking about that kind of thing. And we're not yeah. talking about if you're being abused. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about if there's been, a you know, like adultery or something yeah. of that nature. We're yeah. not talking. We're talking about just, a, you know, regular day. You, yeah. <laughs> just a regular Thanks. We have to be very clear because, you yes. know, people will take things out of context that yes. you did not say. So I'm glad that we are um, putting our stipulations in here yes. and our disclaimers. Yes, so I'm that, always on the disclaimer queen. Now, Chad, don't like don't don't play. Try try Jesus, not me, because y'all know yeah. that's not what I'm saying when I said what I said. Um, yeah. but even not. But also too, not even giving the enemy the opportunity if it goes unsaid to think that we're thinking that or that that's what's being related. So to me, it's like, no, the, when you look at marriage, the way God intended it, it's about love, honor, respect, servanthood, submission. It's beautiful. It It is beautiful, beautiful, but it is beautiful to um, my, my in-laws came and visited and um, we hadn't seen them in a long time. And I have been on call for the last week for the nursery. I get calls 24-7. They called me at 2.30 this morning and then they get at 5.30 and I had to get up and still go. And even in that, I was very intentional about doing, um, treating and doing things that I would do for my own family if they were here. So making sure that there were fresh linens on the bed, that um, I cooked um, while they were here, I entertained, even though I was tired, um, just any things that I would do with my own family. And after they went home, the amount of appreciation that Andre had, because he was like, I see, because it was the first time his family had came and visited us in our new house. And so he was like, I completely he had a new perspective on why I'm so busy when people are coming into town because he's like girl I don't know why you're doing all that it's your mama and your daddy but I I just am the way that I am and so now that he was on the other side he has a different level of appreciation for the work that goes into before people come when they're here and he just said he could not express enough his gratitude for the way that I helped him host and I loved on and served his family. He said, even though you were on call, you were tired. Um, you know, I had my own stuff going on with my, with my own family. Um, we had a family emergency that it, you know, was a really big deal for us. And so even in the midst of all of that, for me to be able to laugh and joke and entertain and really love on, you know, my extended family, um, it meant so much to him. And it's like, I'm like, this is what marriage looks like in the moment. My flesh is like, girl, I'm tired. That too. 
<laughs> and it glorifies God. I think when you look at what marriage was intended to do, it's a reflection of how God loves the church. Yep. It's a reflection of how God loves us. Yes. And it glorifies God. Like God gets glory. Like he loves family. Yes. He loves family. And the fiber of the family, you know, has been so distorted, so torn apart, even within the church where you have so many divorces. Right. Mm -hmm. So the church looks just like the world in regards to the marriage. And that is not the case. Yeah. Or should not be the case, you know, so it doesn't mean you don't address things. It doesn't mean that you all don't have to talk through things and it doesn't mean you don't have to work through things. Yes. But what we want to do is give you hope. Yes. Because even with that wife who feels like, how am I going to do this? Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, I say fast and pray. You know, that's my first. Yep. Fast and pray. And believe God for your spouse, you know, and and for your marriage. Yep. Because it's possible. Yep. And one thing God told me was that my only responsibility was to him, like to God. Yeah. Like, so when he would tell me to do something, whether or not I felt like it, I did not want to be in disobedience to him. So he would tell me to do something and I really wouldn't feel like doing it, but I would do it anyway. And the way that Andre would, re- would receive it, I'd be like, oh, dang, <laughs> like, wow. And and like you said before, earlier, um, you know, when you, we were talking before, when you said how God told you to be quiet and that he couldn't hear, he couldn't hear God because of you, mm-hmm. but God started dealing with his heart and yeah. God started showing you know, so sometimes it's just best to be quiet. Yep. That doesn't mean that you are docile or that you or don't that you have rights. Or, or right. Yeah. Sometimes it's just be quiet. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think, but that comes with the two becoming one because mm-hmm. it takes time to become one. Even yep. though God already looks at you as one, yep. you two are still trying to become one and become acclimated to one another and yep. learn one another. So it takes time. Yeah. And you're going to still be growing. Yes. You're going to change. Yes. You're going to change. Yes. You're not going to look like you did 10 years ago. I don't. And neither are they. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of different factors, but. Yeah. Loving each other through those seasons. And my husband said something I thought was very, um, he said, nobody really wants to die alone. Mm. And I was like, yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. He was like, nobody wants to die alone. That's just something that people say, like, oh, they got it. But so basically, you know, most of the time, often, now, because we know marriage isn't for everybody, but people don't want to be alone, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why now don't just get married so you can have sex. Child, because right. that's that's a whole nother. Don't do that. Don't just get, don't don't just don't do it to you. You'll be you will be mad after like five us. years. Thus don't get married. Just, don't do it. <laughs> don't 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 get we need to say that again because somebody said, don't 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 do it. <laughs> do not get married just to have sex. Child, 
That is because I've seen people that took that scripture. It's better to marry than to burn. Child, you burning anyway. You burning like Usher. You know, just no, no, don't do it. There's so much because there's so much more to it. And that's why you really have to understand all of it, right? Like you have to understand biblically. And that's the thing we want to, we want, we want Christianity to look like Jesus is following us instead of us following Jesus. So we'll take bits and pieces. Say that again. We want Christianity to look like Jesus following us. Like, oh, I'm me. Let me sprinkle a little Jesus over here. Cool. When it's no, I need to now be renewed, transformed, and submitted to what he says. So when you look at what love is, love is not an emotion. It's not the tingly feeling that you feel in the pit of your stomach. That is not love. That is hormones. (laughs) But it is not love because 1 Corinthians 13 says, Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not rude. It does not boast. Like love is not prideful. Love keeps no wrongdoings. Like that's what love is. Love is is intentional. I get up every day and I make the decision to love my husband. I make the decision to cover him. I make the decision to honor him. And the Bible says to honor. It don't say when they're acting honorable. Because that's something God, God said. I, shall, I said to honor him, period. Not whether or not you feel like he's worthy of being honored. None of that. You are to honor. That's it. That's all. And we don't like that. We don't like being told what to do. Like we want to be in charge <laughs> and we're not. So then we come back to God looking broke, busted, and disgusted. Can you fix my tour? Can you fix this? <laughs> When he's like, child, you ain't have to go through half this stuff. If Come you just really understood what it means to be a wife. I feel like anytime God says something repeatedly in the Bible, it's because that's that's the issue of us. When he says, husbands love your wives, he has to really repeat that. That means that that's a struggle area for them. And that's why they have to keep, like, if you, you're a mom, if you have to keep repeating yourself to your child, um, to love, love her. Love, sir, love her. And again, for us as wives to honor our husbands, because it's hard for us sometimes to do that because we are, we were intended, we are their equal, right? It wasn't until the fall that now we have to come under their covering. So on the inside of me, I am his equal. Like that's how I was designed. (laughs) But the, now the curse is, I have to tame that. It's not my position to be the man of the house. Oh no, I don't want to be. I don't want that now. But now that I understand, but again, but it, it says we even supposed mm-hmm. to be there to help me. Yeah, like, the nurturer to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a nurse being a help me like. But that's, that's why God held Adam. He was yes. like, Adam, where are you? And yes. Adam was like, that's the only relationship God put together. Yes. And then God was like, I'm done because you know what? Y'all blaming me too much. Because mm-hmm. Adam was like the woman you gave me. You so was, he was like, that woman you gave me? He ultimately blamed God. He was like, you gave it to him. <laughs> you really, this is when it come down to it. This is no fault. <laughs> come on. Come on, God, baby. You know, you gave him. You gave it to me. I was just like, she said, bite it. I bit it. And you know, 
But even in that story, and here's the the danger of of us being out of position, right? Like Andre mm-hmm. had to really learn what a husband was. Come on now. And I had to learn my role as a wife. We have complementary, yes, biblically, we have complementary roles. Society will tell you that it's all about being this rough woman and you don't need no man. Child, what you marry for? No, because I need my husband. Who gonna want this gas and stuff? Like, who gonna lift this dryer up the steps? Not not me. (laughs) And that's what it was talking about, honoring uh, or knowing that that they're the weaker vessel. It doesn't mean weaker in like, you know, you know, when I say, yeah, right. It's talking about, I I am weaker. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that strong. I don't want to lift nothing. I want to feel secure. I want to know if somebody come in this house, you're going to knock them out or whatever needs to happen. I want to know that when I call you that I'm safe. Yeah. You know, I want want that. I don't, yeah, I want security. Yeah. No security. As women. Like yeah. women need security and men need respect. And yes. that's why we're told to honor. And we need to be in a position, we need to feel loved to where we can then be vulnerable, that we don't have to have this hard exterior. Men need to be able to handle us delicately and love us like Christ loved the church so we can really flourish in the state and of And gave himself for it. Yes, yes. He gave himself for the church. Mm-hmm. Your your husband should be giving himself yes. for you. Hey, sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. And yeah. that is the security. Yep. Yep. That I know that I'm going to be fine. And it really, you know, I know that goes against what society says about you being independent and being a woman and da, 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 da. you can still, I have an identity outside of my marriage. I am a married mm-hmm. woman, but my identity still stands. Y'all, I do all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. I got podcasts and businesses and more degrees than a thermometer. Like I, I flourish. Like, I'm not just sitting here looking silly. And Andre has his own and, stuff. Right? And me too. You're you know, owner. I have, yeah, I have business. We have things together. We have ministry. He does things he likes. It's some mm-hmm. things that I don't like that he likes. Yeah. Like, I eat sports. But, you know, I'm going in, sit a little bit. Or it's things that I do that he doesn't really, is not into. And that's okay. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to make sure you got food. And I'm going to come back. So I can um, check on you and make sure that now the TV is watching you because you didn't fell asleep. That I'm gonna make sure you was fed, you was dry, and you was you was good because I still need my own quiet time. I need time to myself. Now we like we're attached, but we're not like, hey, bye, yeah, see you. <laughs> I'll see you in a couple of hours. But you know, um, me and Jen had a girls' day. We went to the spa, and we were going all day. By the seventh hour, I was like, I missed my boo. And he was texting me. I was like, when are you coming back? So it's not that we can't be like separated. But by the end, I'm like, well, y'all fun, but I got a husband. 
need, I need to go home. Yeah, I mean, I love my friends, but like, bye. <laughs> like, I really, and I think I like being a wife. Oh, I love it. I, love I, it. I really like, I mean, I love it, but I, I just enjoy yes. being a wife. Yes. And so when you hear from our perspective, ladies, um, you know, I really enjoy being a wife. Mm-hmm. I, I love being a mom. I love being a home, you know, um, being a chase keeper of my home. All, all this is scripture. The Proverbs you know, 21. She was all of that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. So I just appreciate you, Charla. Please join us on October 8th and 9th. Yes, because y'all, y'all enjoyed this. Oh, this this this, this is nothing. Because yeah, the husbands will be there no, the 8th please. and the 9th. It's not just us. We're gonna talk about blended families. We're talking about um how to know, keep how it all you, together, balancing everything making sure that you're able to prioritize your marriage, especially a lot of us um, millennials, we are balancing multiple hats. We're mothers, we're entrepreneurs, we're friends, we're sisters, we're all the things. What does that look like while also honoring and maintaining the relationship that God gave you? Like there's, there's going to be so much goodness y'all because this Mm. this ain't nothing compared to the riches and gold. I'm I'm just laughing because I don't know what's about to go down. But I know it's going there. Come on. And one thing, you know, we're just very transparent. So, yeah, yeah, that's about to be a whole nother thing. I, I don't know what's going to go down. Yeah, like, so it's it's going to be an amazing time. And even in this, I've just been encouraged, right? Because sometimes it takes really speaking to someone else about your spouse, because again, we see we get so familiar. We see them every day. I'm like, yeah, like I do remember when, um, um, when he, you know, when when my dad was sick. It's been three years now, mm-hmm. but my dad never ever forgot. Like there, that's something that my dad will never forget, right? And yeah, so no. it, it's so it's just beautiful like I'm like how like how right he got on my nerves yesterday for real so so I remember when I met you that's what I was thinking about but I didn't Mm -hmm. know how but I met you I met Charlotte through a live like Mm -hmm. right yeah yep um and and I started prophesying to you about your marriage yep yep and it was like year eight or something yep we we were gonna renew our vows we did because new beginnings because we needed it too. <laughs> but yeah, but I love that you're talking about that because yeah. sometimes you might need a new beginning. Yeah, start again. Get flued out. Something. Start fresh. You can start over as many times as you want to. That's um, what I love about marriage. Shall we? Oh, you want to get? I'll tell him. I was like, we should get married again. <laughs> like, that was. Fun. I still want like a whole nother wedding, but yes, you know. we don't do it. It's not gonna be your ten, like. Last night. I think 25, maybe I'll be Yes, there. I'm gonna be there. Yes, flower girl. You know, <laughs> I would want you to. No, you can't be no girl. You're too old, girl. That would be funny. Let's start a new thing. At least you know your flowers gonna be on the ground. Them kids be playing anyway. <laughs> they be crying and carrying on, getting dragged. Ain't no pedals hit before. <laughs> I'm, I'm just laughing, thinking about that whole scenario. <laughs> yeah. 
But I really would be like, that's, yes, like that would that's be hilarious. So. No, but that's one thing that's amazing about marriage. You can start over as many times as you want to. That's good. Like I'm getting ready to walk into a new season of my life. And it's like we're starting over all, all over again. And it's so much that's fun. That's beautiful. Right? Like even yesterday, we were annoyed with each other at one point yesterday, but then ended the night planning our anniversary trip. And that's marriage. <laughs> it's like, but we we going out of town now. <laughs> so let's look at hotels, <laughs> right? Like, so you can't allow, um, somebody said, if you look, if you draw a black dot on the board and uh, like on a huge whiteboard, if all you stare at is the black dot, that's all you're going to see. So hiccups will happen. Um, you know, there, there will be speed bumps. Artist says there will be speed bumps, but we try to avoid potholes. Yes, because potholes yes. take car up, and you know that man love cars. <laughs> and start over. Maybe you need to be refreshed. Maybe mm-hmm. need to be re- revived. You know, but it's possible. Yes, and I think that's what we're really trying to drive home here. Is it is possible? You know, if you're separated, it's still possible to come back. Yes, you know. It just depends on the positions of your heart. Yeah. And that's what I love about what Charlotte said. It was the position of her heart. Yeah. So kudos to you for staying married. Kudos to the Lord because he the one. No, you did the work though. I did. Oh, I was obedient. Yeah. But he like, I was like, sir. Like, I just felt like God just was, I was like, I came to you because he was raggedy. What part of this did you not? God was like, no, sis, but over here. We can do this, this, and that. But yeah, in the background, God was working on Andre's heart. I will never forget. I had just kind of started. And a friend of mine, Kelsiera, I was helping her study for her nursing boards. And before Andre left, he had did something that had agitated me to the nines. I mean, and God told me not to say nothing. And so now I'm even more agitated because I didn't even get to like, let it out to let him know what I think about what he did. So I'm sitting here and I'm trying to study with her and she was doing, she was a part of this group where they prayed for 24 hours a day, kind of like in a relay, everybody took an hour. So everybody took an hour. And so they were in this, in her circle of friends. And so she was like, Hey, it's nine, it's nine o'clock. And, um, is it cool if we stop so we can, so I can do my prayer because it's my turn. And I was like, yeah, matter of fact, Uh let's pray together. So we prayed and God told me to pray for Andre because Andre used to drive the city bus in St. Louis. It's very dangerous. And he drove at nighttime and he was driving in the hood. But God told me to pray for Andre. Now I'm really upset. I'm like, first of all, God, I don't even like him right now. Second of all, you wouldn't let me tell him that I didn't (laughs) like him. And now you want me to fix my lips. To pray for this man, but I did it. I kid y'all not. I, like I will call Kelsey right now. As soon as we got done praying, my phone rings. Andre was calling to apologize to me. Something quote unquote. It was Holy Spirit. Something told him that he needed to call and apologize to me because he knew that he had upset me before he left. And I was like, first of all, God, that was fast. <laughs> my mind was blown and it was just God showing me like girl I said I got you 
Mm-hmm. I can get a message to him. You don't even have to express yourself. Pray, cover him so that he gets home safely. And in my obedience, it was literally, I because I told Kelsey he got on my nerves. I said, God told me to pray. Like, I had this whole dialogue with Kelsey and That was, was good. She was like, be obedient, girl. And as soon as we got done praying, my phone rang. And I, like, we are making big eyes at each other. I said, girl, the Lord. Because <laughs> I was new. But I was I'm, being saved, that's, saved. Where I was, that's where I was getting at. Mm-hmm. So for the person who's may just be, uh, uh, maybe coming back to the Lord. Let's talk about the prodigal or the person who may not really know God. Like God is real and he Y'all. will show up and show out if you let him. And so he was showing you that mm-hmm. one, you can hear his voice yeah. because it wasn't hard. Two, that if you obey me, I'll prove myself. Yes. And I love that we are like talking about that part. And so I I used to do that when that book, Stormy on Mars book, mm-hmm. that was my girl. I would whip yes. that book out. This when we cell phones wasn't all out like that 20 something years ago. Mm-hmm. So I would go flip my book. He'd be doing, I'd be like, I got something for him. I would Come go on. and pray. Yeah. And if it was a place he, I felt like he was going that I didn't want him to go anymore. I mean, I'm talking like, a barbershop or something you know if it was some place like that I would go and flip and pray yep and then watch God work yes that's your greatest, God work. your greatest weapon is your ability to pray come on now the gag is blessing and cursing can't come out the same mouth mm. so you have to stop that's why God told me to hush hush girl mm. pray for that man <laughs> because I had to posture myself because the my thoughts were not of prayer. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tell him his little light-skinned self when I see him today when he get home. <laughs> um, but even in that, like understanding that you don't always have to have a response right away. And that's what yeah. I learned. I have to honor my husband. Andre is a communicator and I am a processor. He does something to upset me. I need to sit back, think, really figure out why I'm upset, really get to the bottom of it. So that way he's not just getting the, the product of my flesh. Mm. Andre likes to talk. And he like, can you, can you tell me a little bit as to why or what I can do to you? And I'm like, sir, stop talking to me. <laughs> Don't just see me trying to be saved. <laughs> if I open my mouth, I'm going to have to repent. Will you please leave me alone? <laughs> I know I had to pray. I know I had to repent. Yeah, but even in that, I had we've had to come up with a way for me to say I'm processing Mm. a little bit. Let me go to my prayer closet. Then we can discuss the details. It don't have to be today. The Bible, when the when the Bible says that you don't let the sun go down on your on your anger, right, 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 right. That doesn't mean that the issue is resolved. There are some issues that are not going to be resolved in one day, but that means that your heart is positioned in a way that there is forgiveness, that there is love, and that there's even a hope that we are going to come back together. Mm-hmm. You still don't sleep in his bed. You still stay over there. <laughs> don't 
you this pillow don't touch don't cross, don't touch don't cross this pillow <laughs> or I'm gonna know something <laughs> right <laughs> but even in that so that like it's not that you may not that the feelings may have gone away but it's the fact that you are not allowing um those emotions to control how you act right mm-hmm. that's how you end up on the first 48 and in jail child because it's all it takes is the, your emotion it sets like a wildfire yeah. and so when you are not allowing um you know the sun to go down on your anger it's the anger that has to go away, not the issue. You have to bind and rebuke the spirit of anger, of division. It's not the the issue itself. The issue still needs to be dealt with, but it's the feeling of like, I am about, I told God one time, and this is probably the first prayer that I ever prayed that was like really authentic to God. I was like, (laughs) God, if you don't do something, I'm going to send your son back to you in a box. This is about to happen because he going to make me lose my mind. Oh, I used to tell God that you better okay. get him. You better get him. You Come get, get your baby. Him. Get him, <laughs> Come get your kids. You better deal with that because that's not working out for me. Right Come now. get your kids, the both of us. Okay? Because, whoo, no. But when it said, like, that to me, because I used to feel like I had to, I couldn't be upset. Because oh, yeah, I can't go to bed. Yeah. Neither, but the sun can't go down with me being angry. That's not what that, that's yeah. not realistic. There are some issues that it may take a week for us to deal with this. We may need to go and get wise counsel, et cetera, et cetera. No, I'm glad you said about wise counsel. Um, it said, you know, scripture talks about don't sit in the counsel of the ungodly. Um, so you need wise counsel. And with, before you said that, I was sitting here thinking about wisdom. Mm-hmm. You need, wisdom in a marriage you yes. need god give me wisdom yeah on how to handle my spouse mm-hmm. how to deal with situations in my marriage yeah. you need wisdom yeah um wisdom is the principal thing right and that comes so, from god yeah and, and you if you ask he gives it freely gives it freely and go to his word so but i love what charlotte said she heard the Lord say, pray. And even though she didn't want to do it, she still heard God. And a lot of times you don't want God's voice to get so far away. See, don't get so far off that you're way over where you can't hear God and where you can't get back because there's room to get back. It There's always, there is a time and a space of repentance and saying for, and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And you have to have that in a marriage. So don't get so far gone that that that's not there. Yeah. Because that's really why you have to deal with the anger, right? Yeah. Because God, because he is God and he is holy, he's not going to sit in your mess. So you have to really get rid of the anger because that's going to allow and create the space and the invitation for God to come into the middle of this mess like the, I situation, the situation may be messy but while i'm fussing and cussing and no god gonna be over here like well when you decide <laughs> that you're gonna make room for me in this situation and you're gonna put your flesh down i can come in and give you wisdom i can come in and give you the things to say or not to say even me sometimes saying and i'll tell andre it's late can we have this conversation tomorrow mm. I've had a rough day at work. 
I this is an important issue or an important topic. I respect that it's important. And I right now don't have the capacity because something I had a bad day at work. I don't have the capacity to give you the response or the attention or even um, the the love that you deserve resolving this situation. Can we shelf it and be intentional and make time for it to speak about this on this day at this time? Because it don't always have to be, we don't voice that. We don't say, I ain't got it, bro. I don't want to talk about this right now. I ain't got it to give. I'm oh, we do. It. Me? My, uh, my husband used to take go like this. Be, <laughs> the key to going, I'm go walk. Oh man, he's still. Oh, it made me so because I'm like trying to, you know. He was like, "Key, you do like, like your lips." Doing? What's up with that? And he's like, mm? <laughs> "Oh, he's perfectly so." You are gonna see him taking the key to her yeah. lips and locking the lips. Oh, for sure, but he would twist one side and throw it away. Not he threw the key away. He would throw it away. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. <laughs> you still there, Charlotte? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, he would throw it away. And he used to, I, at first I'd be like, okay, I know what that means. Then I'd be like, hold up. But um, when we when we were talking, and I don't know if it was going to shift like this, but I heard the word bitterness. Mm. And when, pe- when you're bitter, um, no one can get to you. Bitterness and unforgiveness go together, hand mm. in hand. And let me tell you something. It will kill you. Yep. Bitterness and unforgiveness are linked to so many diseases and so many things. So please, if you're bitter, just tell God I'm bitter. Yes. If you're angry, just tell God you're if you're hurt, just tell God you're hurt. Yeah. So that he can help to heal your heart. Yeah. God is not far removed from our emotions and the, what we feel. He gave them to us. <laughs> However, the Lord wants us to be able to handle mm-hmm. those emotions with him. Yep. And so I just really hear the word bitterness. And so Maybe, Charlotte, if, if we're about to go off, maybe we can just pray for people if their yes. hearts are bitter. Um, it may not be the marriage situation. It could be... Um, Parents. Pa- yes, but I really hear the word bitterness. And so yes. I would like for us to pray for Absolutely. that. Yes, but, yes. And even, uh, you know, unforgiving that they are, right? Like you can't, um, God can't deal with your heart until you are able to forgive. Um, and, and as you were saying that, even to the wives who may have had some kind of trust issue um, in their marriage. I remember one time I told God, I'm like, I don't even trust him. Like, I don't even like him. And God told me, I'm not telling you to trust him. I'm telling you to trust me. Mm-hmm. And so in that, um, start with just trusting God, right? Because He, his love is greater and exceeds any hurt, any pain, any any issue that you may have had. So with that bitterness and, and unforgiveness, a lot of times you're just afraid to trust again and you are hurting. And so you can give all of those things to God 
and he will put the broken pieces back together. He will, um, Romans 8, 28 is one of my favorite scriptures that all things work together for the good. All of the ghettoness that I have experienced in my marriage, even having the opportunity to come on the show and speak about it, to be able to be a part of the, um, of the virtual marriage retreat, October 8th and October, like these are all, this is all the fruit that the enemy wanted to steal. There's going to be someone who may be struggling in their marriage um, who's going to be blessed by something that was said throughout this conversation. And this was just conversation. This, me, this, this is what I love. Me and Sidney talk like this all the time, Chad. Like we can do this all day long. Um, and so, yes, bitterness, unforgiveness, mistrust is something that you really have to get to the root of because until we even forgive others, God cannot forgive yeah. us. Amen. Your prayers ain't even effective, child, Amen. if you have an alt against your brother. I Amen. ain't got time to be letting nobody get into the way of my conversation with God because I need that and y'all need me to have that with God too before y'all talk to me because without him, I am not, I'm nothing. Like I'm just me wrapped in flesh and that's dangerous. And so it's so important that you let go of of hurt, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, unforgiveness, not even just for your spouse, for your fathers, whether they're there or not there, all of these things have to be dealt with, even for mothers um, who who may have dealt with and not been good examples of what it's like to be a wife. You have to let those things go and submit them to God so that way he can deal with them properly. It is not our position to um, to invoke justice, but know that God is sovereign and that he's going to deliver whatever um, justice, whatever, whatever he sees is fit. But our job, our one job, like God told me, my one job is to do whatever he tells me to do, because I'm just going to have to stand before God and answer about Andre the same way that Adam got called <laughs> and had to answer for, for Adam. But not only that, our husbands are responsible for everything that happens in our household. That's why he called Adam first. He did not ask Eve why she ate the apple until after he talked to Adam, because that's who's responsible. So when I take the opportunity to allow God to be in my emotions. I take the opportunity to put God first in my marriage. It's because I need to make sure that not only am I loving and honoring my husband, but that I'm loving and honoring God first. And so that when I see God face to face, I can say, this is how I stewarded well over the relationship that you gave me. This is how I stewarded well over the emotions you gave me, the money, the people, all of it, the job. It's really a matter of submitting and really being in relationship with God first. And you cannot do that when you have poison running through your veins because unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die because they chilling at home minding a business and you're over here bitter, angry, hurting, and you are hindering yourself. The enemy does enough. <laughs> we don't need to give him the ammunition to, to keep us bound. Um, and so it's, a, it's sinful to be unforgiving and it's dangerous because God then cannot forgive you. And now your soul is lost because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And so it is critical that you give that. Um, one pastor used to say, let, let them go so you can grow. You have to. 
You have to. And really ask yourself, where is it coming from? Are you wanting vengeance? That don't belong to you. Are you wanting, um, you know, like vengeance belongs to God. A lot of times we won't say it aloud, but your unforgiveness and your bitterness, it might be some hurt, but oftentimes it's your pride because you feel like somebody didn't got over. You feel like they made you look like a fool, whatever the case may be. But holding on to that unforgiveness and that bitterness the devil is winning and we don't do that. We don't do that. That's, 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 that's the word. We don't do that. You have to, you have to, because you're, you're dying physically, stress, cortisol, whole thing. We could get into that, but most importantly, spiritually, you are separated from God with unforgiveness in your heart. And that's a dangerous place to be, child. Throw the marriage out the window. If you are separated from God, that is a dangerous place to be. And that's what unforgiveness does. That's good, That's That's what unforgiveness does. Wow. This has been phenomenal. Yeah. Thank you. This was worth worth all the technical difficulties. I told you. It was gonna be fine. See y'all, the devil didn't want this to happen. He tried to uh, he tried to shut down uh tried to shut down this type of computer. Um, all kinds of stuff. All like kinds like this. This has been and this I is no. We didn't even know it was gonna go into all of this. Mm-hmm. But, um, the Lord knew. And yes. Wow. Yep. Yes. So, Miss Tanya, I'm going to ask you to do the honors of just praying for. The wives, including me, child, because I'm trying to make it to 23 and some more. Okay, 23 and me. Okay, I'm trying to be like, yeah, come on. <laughs> um, to pray for those who want to be wives, who are wives, um, who were wives once before and may have been in a marriage that God did not ordain and hope to be wives yet again. Um, Amen. Just pray and cover and cover the, the wives. Yeah. So, Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for this podcast. God, we just thank you for marriage. We thank you that it's still honorable. God, thank you for the covenant of marriage. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for those who are desiring to be married, God. Hallelujah. That they prepare themselves to be a wife. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That they're in a preparation season, that they're cutting away things that they're pruning things, God, that they're checking their heart, they're checking their motives. God, give them a meek and a gentle spirit. Hallelujah. Give them a nurturing spirit, God, even if they didn't grow up in that type of environment. Give them a nurturing spirit, God. Hallelujah. To nurture and cultivate their homes. Thank you that they'll be chase keepers of their homes. God, I thank you for Proverbs 31 women. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I thank you for praying women. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you for women who will love their husbands. Hallelujah. And honor them. Glory to God and serve them. God, we just counted an honor to show forth your glory in the earth. Hallelujah. And that marriage is still honorable in the eyes of you. your eyes, God. So we just give you the glory for that. Father, if there's anyone here who blew it the first time, God, hallelujah. I just thank you, Lord God, that that's in the sea of forgetfulness. I thank you that they're forgiven themselves and they've forgiven the one that they were married to, God. And I thank you for a new beginning, a fresh start. 
hallelujah, in their lives. I thank you that you're breaking up bondages, hallelujah, and condemnation off of their life. Glory to God in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, that they can live again, that they can love again, hallelujah, that they can trust again. Glory to God that they can hope again. So Father, we just give you all the glory, hallelujah. We give you all the honor, hallelujah. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And Ms. Tanya, one more time, if you can um, just provide the information in regards to the virtual marriage retreat, it's going to be phenomenal, y'all. If y'all even... Child, if you got one thing, don't don't play yourself. Come to the conference. It's going. It's for everybody, whether you married, not married. There's there is a level of preparation that God is calling us to in this season um, for the thing that we're asking for next, so that the blessing does not end up being a burden because we're not prepared, right? So even though me and my husband got these dogs, we have gone to parenting classes. I read parenting books and studies because there is something that I'm believing God for. So if you want to be married, kind of married, thought about being married, engaged, be married, you dating somebody, you in a situationship, child, (laughs) you need to be at this conference on the 8th and the 9th. (laughs) If you just want to see me and my husband being cute, like, let's just, whatever, (laughs) whatever reason. Uh, Charlotte is hilarious. (laughs) But I'm so grateful for her and Andre and her, you know, and their lives and for what God is doing in their lives and how he's just restored so much. And the future of what God has for them is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so um, October 8th and 9th, you can go to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries website and um, take a look. It's October 8th and 9th. It's a virtual event. But it's a closed event and we are giving away some goodies for after. We will not be singing Come to Jesus. We will be singing some love songs to get you in the M-O-O-D mood. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we're doing. And then um, also you're going to get to meet some couples, even though it's virtual. This um, the platform that we're using is very interactive so you get to meet some other couples right Mm -hmm. so that's what um we really are after because you do need fellowship you want someone you never know where your relationship could go right charla and i look at charla and tatum the two that are going to be on uh that same night they're they're these two couples that we know and love me and my husband and you know their relationship is still blossoming and i we love that and we've um shared that you know we pray that that relationship with you and you, your husband and Tatum's husband is still cultivated because yes. you you do good to have you know my husband said if you find one good friend in a lifetime you're doing yes. good right and yes. so if you find a good couple to hang around mm-hmm. with you're doing good right so you can grow together you know talk about things but love each other through it your children can grow. it's a beautiful thing right so um, I encourage you to please be a part of this with yes. us. Yep. And, and so the link will be marriage. You got to invest in your marriage. Yes. You got to invest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's $50. That's not a big investment because you, the return you're going to be getting for investing is is way more than that. All right. How you spend more than that on your nails and fast food? Get in here. Okay. The link going to be in the show notes. 
And I fully anticipate um, seeing some listeners of the show. I'm excited to even be a part um, and just to have the opportunity. And so this is going to be amazing. Well, thank you so much. This was an amazing, I haven't got my whole life. This is why I just love, I love you. Um, so that is another episode of God Goals and Girl Talk. I pray that we see y'all at the conference um, and that you were just blessed by the wisdom that 23 years of marriage has imparted upon us. Okay. Because even me, I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Like, I, I, I am just so grateful. Um, and we will see y'all at the conference. Bye. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.